0: This episode of Power Gauntlet is brought to you by Streets Ablaze. Streets Ablaze is a 3D side-scrolling beat-em-up adventure that takes you on a wild ride from thug-filled city streets to a congested subway system and even across dimensions. Grab a friend and get ready to unleash powerful combos and special attacks as you fight through gangs of cronies, hordes of minions, and unique bosses as you chase down the evil Lord Blackhorn. Get Streets Ablaze for PC on Steam Early Access today. Find the link to Streets of Blaze in the description below. What are we drinking?
1: So uh, I went to every store in our area looking for the Double Trouble. Is it a limited release?
0: It might be. Oops. It might be. Yeah, I think because it is.
1: I could not find it. So we got the Backwoods Bastard.
0: Okay, we'll get the Backwoods Bastard going. Let's open this up.
1: I'll wait to take a sip. So you're yeah. Ready. We'll wait so we can do a three way cheers here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah. There we go.
2: Pure octane.
0: All right. Well, welcome to Power Gauntlet. I'm Steve, and with us today we have Gaming Off the Grid. We have Wes and Robert. Thanks, guys, for coming on.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having uh, us. Yeah, thanks a ton. Uh, we're so happy to be here, and uh, we're gonna have a good time and uh, drink this nice, tasty brew.
0: So today we have a founders. What is this called again? The Backwoods Bastard. It is,
1: it is. yeah. So <laughs> he let, just lurks in the woods.
0: <laughs> All right, so let's take a sip here. Let's see what we got. Let's going do a toast. On. Cheers! Cheers to uh, gaming off the grid. Thank you. Oh, that's good. Wow, it's oh, rich. That's good. Yeah. Yep. So I usually like, don't. Man, I love founders. I don't drink anything that rich usually. But that really feels good. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a sipper. It's definitely one that's like a beer that you enjoy over a half hour to an hour yeah. sitting. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: So Which, that's good because that's what we're here for, I think. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, for those who don't know, you guys specialize in basically offline couch co-op gaming. What inspired you guys to do that for a YouTube channel? Because usually a lot of people don't do that
2: kind of thing. It's more of it's a it's a very niche thing, especially because online gaming is the huge thing right now. But literally, it was really simple. We were in the game room playing House of the Dead Overkill, which is a fantastic light gun game. And we were just like, dude, this is fun. We were drinking beer and we were like, let's just start a channel about this because this is awesome. Right, yeah. And that's basically how it started. Like there wasn't much that, more planning yeah, than yeah, it was just that.
1: That's <laughs> the story. So we talk about House of the Dead overkill a lot, and a lot of people are probably like, What is their affinity for this game? That is it. Yeah, because yeah. it started everything. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I remember playing House of the Dead, uh like just at the arcade. I've never played it like in house or anything like that. So yeah, just getting a light gun game like that inside your house is is awesome. So you guys record sure. out of the studio. I mean, it looks pretty cool in, the, in your guys' studio. You got a bunch of games hanging up on the wall and stuff like that. A bunch of uh... yeah, we have
2: the the Christmas tree set up, so that takes in a lot of room. It right is now. a little <laughs> tight because of the festivities, <laughs> but it's the season. I'll tell you what, it looks
0: pretty cool. I uh, I really enjoy that. When the beer reviews got in, like what made you guys review beer as well? Just because you guys were drinking it while playing? Is it you guys yeah, have like much. an affinity for beer?
1: Yeah, and uh, you know we were kind of beer fans before, but. No, we were just pretty casual beer fans. Yeah. And uh I don't know, we just kind of thought that, that uh and we don't know how old you are, but I'm guessing you're kind of in our demographic. So him and I have an age disparity here. Uh Robert is twenty-five point uh, 20 and I'm thirty-three. Yeah, I'm thirty-two, so, so yeah, so we were kinda like, you know, people in our demographic are gonna remember couch co-op gaming and what could be a great conduit for them to get back into it? And it's like, dude, everybody's got a buddy that likes to sit down and have a cold brew and pick up smash brothers on the 64 Yeah, and like, craft beers. Yeah, like a huge thing right yeah. now. You know? yeah. And so it just kind of became a, this is really just a passion project is really all it is. And it kind of, started as that that's what we still do and so that's kind of how it came in and we're like it would be a lot of fun for us to go back through these games and then learn a
2: lot about beer along the way oh it's insane how much i've learned about beer just from drinking beer like it's
0: yeah it's crazy are you guys uh involved like brewing your own beer or anything like that any interest in doing that
1: we haven't, we've talked to to a couple local breweries about
2: doing a collaboration brew. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably going to happen and sooner I'm, than later. And I'm really fascinated in the process of beer making. Like every time we go to a, on like a brewery tour, I'm always just like, wow, it takes that much work to make this. Oh yeah. It's fascinating.
0: Yeah. I went to a but couple. It sounds really hard. Uh, yeah. I went to a couple of distilleries around me and a couple breweries and yeah, just to see the amount of equipment they have, the amount of brewing it take or the amount of time it takes to brew a beer is ridiculous. And just it's like batch after batch. I mean, things can mess up and you you have no idea. You know, it's
2: Yeah. If if you spend two months making a beer and then it turns out crappy, right? That sucks. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right.
1: it's an art. It's an art form. It really is.
2: So when you got your beer, you
0: got your beer in your hand, you've got a controller in your hand, what are you guys playing against each other for the most part? Like do you have a go to game aside from House of the Dead? Like, is there something um, that you guys go to every single day? Not every single day, but, like, every now and again?
1: We kind of uh, we kind of dive into, like, one game, behind the scenes, one game at a time. So, on the channel, we try spicing it up. But right now, in particular,
2: we've been working on uh, Contra 3 Alien Wars on Super Nintendo together. Nice. Which, that game is so hard, especially co-op. Yeah, we we've been working on that game for months cuz we're trying to get good at it and we also have like this Contra mini series we're doing. Nice. So, and that's the yeah. next one in the series, so it's like behind the scenes we're working on that, we're chipping away, we're dying a lot. <laughs> yeah. And it's we kind of it's it's a
1: weird deal. We don't behind the scenes play a lot of games where we're going against each other. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of games where we're playing together because we want when we go against each other on the channel, we want it to be like all chips are on the table. Like that is <laughs> like our reactions. That is real shit. Like yeah. I, that beard versus beard thing. Man, yeah. I walked out of that. I was pissed. I didn't want to talk to him. I was <laughs> so <laughs> nervous. Yeah. I That's was so great.
0: nervous. That is great. Yeah. To, to have someone that you can go, but
1: at least you guys were
0: relatively close in, uh, skill. Like my buddy, yeah. one time we were playing, we busted out the, n64 and we were playing smash and he was just like i i bet i'll give you whatever 15 stock and yeah there's no way you're gonna knock me off this level i go okay whatever i'll you know and he absolutely annihilated me and he goes dude every day every day i would come home (laughs) from school and play this game until i had to go to sleep and i was like well i had no fucking chance there is no 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 chance i had you know i i played the game every now and again when i was a kid but like never competitively like that so
2: yeah, and there's some people that are just crazy good, and it's just like, well, and and like
1: we think like that, like we're 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 not experts at many games. That's the fun part, I think, for our channel. Yeah, we're for very people, casual gamers. Is we're casual in our beer reviews. We're casual in our games. Like, there's about five games that I would talk shit about and say I'm like, hey, I'm I I'm almost certain I'm better than everybody at. Like, you know, Punch Out, for instance, uh-huh. Super Mario Brothers. But other than that, we're no better than anybody else. Like, dude, if you put if you put four weeks into Halo three and came and played this in Halo three, you'd clean our clocks. You know, like <laughs> we're just we're just everyday normal guys. We're not like experts by we're anything. just like having fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know Halo, I absolutely suck at Halo's. I play Halo uh Reach. Like that was the only I never yeah. played Xbox three sixty at all. I was more of a PlayStation Three guy. So when we played Reach, I would absolutely get my ass handed to me every <laughs> single match online. I was like, Come on, guys. But even in the old Halo, it was like the original. I remember playing split screen and we had this one guy and he would absolutely destroy us all the time because it was his Xbox we were using. And it was like no fun after a while. I was like, all right, guy, you got to stop. You, you got to yeah. stop. You know, you, well, give me a just, chance <laughs> at least.
2: We just recently started doing land parties, which is like super fun yeah. again because that yeah. isn't a thing anymore. And there's a buddy of ours. That's so good at Halo. And we literally, there's like eight of us versus him and he'll still win. Yeah. it's, it's like, what? How is that possible?
0: <laughs> that's ridiculous. I mean, it's just people like that are a lot of time on their hands, a lot of skill, a lot of fucking fast, fast twitch muscles and everything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I, kudos to them. I know th- those are not the games I played growing up. Um, like the one I played it on your Instagram post today, you put up uh, those wrestling games and yes and WWF no mercy like that was my shit you know like yep, i love playing yep. that all the time that was like the best thing ever i love that was like one of my favorite wrestling games that one and wrestlemania 2000 but those are you know, those like, are
1: two games on the n64 um maybe in mario kart the n64 is hard to pick up and play now yeah because it just I I don't know what the right way to say it is, but it didn't age the best. And the controller's weird. But those games play flawlessly. When I pick up No Mercy still this day, I have a good time.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're right. There are a handful of games that are like still play well today. You know, I could Legend of Zelda, Banjo-Kazooie, even Conkers. I played Conkers. I was like, this game is awesome. But there's something like when you pick up Goldeneye. It is not what you remember. You know, it is nowhere near as good. There's a learning curve. Yeah. And after a while, like after about 30 minutes, I'm like, okay, here we go. And I I get get back in the groove. But like to to play competitively like that, there is no way. Like it's not anywhere near as good. But Mario Kart 64 (laughs) is another one where I absolutely love that Mario Kart versus what's coming out now. So I don't know how well you guys have versed in the new Mario Karts, but I think they're absolute trash.
2: They're Ooh, um, that's a hot take. <laughs> it is a hot
1: take, but I appreciate it because we got another buddy who's pretty opinionated on retro stuff, uh, Captain Algebra, and he he says the same thing. And I I like it's weird. I like games that are a conduit to the new generation, and I feel like that's what eight is. I feel like uh guys from our era,
0: mm-hmm. I'm not
1: gonna include you in that because you and I are, are <laughs> the same age, you know. Yeah, and I feel like we can jump on Mario Kart 8 and play it like an eight-year-old kid and bridge that gap and have a good time. Mm-hmm. It's not the best Mario Kart game, but there's something to be said for being able to do that, yeah, if you, that makes any, any sense. Any age
2: yeah, play it, you know. No, but I it's did. a little too easy. It's a little too pick-up-and-play. Yeah, it's, it's too guided. Yeah. Okay? But, if you fall off the map in the new Mario Kart, you literally are brought back up instantly. You fall off on 64, you have to wait like four seconds. Yeah,
0: yeah. and and that was a thing, like, when I was playing Mario Kart, against my nephew it would be like whoever had the best power up it didn't have anything to do with skill or shortcuts or anything like that if even if you were in 12th place or whatever the place they go up to you still have a shot to get first in the last lap and i'm like okay that's kind of a little bit much yeah but even even going past the nintendo 64 and getting into like playstation 2 i really enjoyed battlefront 2 you know, like that was yes. my go to third person shooter. That. that was, you know, I remember so many Saturday afternoons just going to my buddy's house and just hours and hours and hours pulling all nighters, you know, <laughs> just getting a bunch of Red Bull in our system and just playing that until the sun came up. It
1: was. Yeah, those memories are priceless, too, man. They're just so fun that's, to think about and talk about. That's like it's That's awesome.
2: kind of what we're trying to bring back in a society that doesn't want it, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. those memories and like just playing with people all night or in the same room is just you can't put a price on that it's so much fun yeah
1: it's just something that i don't think you're gonna i don't think you would tell that story and i could be wrong but let's say 10 years from now you know you're in your 40s and let's say we're reshooting this podcast are you going to be talking about a memory with that much joy and that smile on your face about an online gaming experience i think the answer is no
0: the only one that could pop. Possibly come close as like World of Warcraft, like just remembering all that (laughs) stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was like that was still like back in the day, too. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's different. I think that that's different.
0: Yeah, that's I mean, that's probably the best online game ever made. Um, (laughs) it's just, I don't know how much you guys played World of Warcraft at all,
1: but I never, I never got into it. I had a neighbor, uh, friend that was like crazy about it, so I know all about it, and he would let me play here and there. Um, and so i was in his like 3 year abyss with him um <laughs> but uh it's also like the best south park episode ever i think so <clears throat> that's definitely one of
0: the yeah definitely one of the best south park episodes but we were playing classic again and i was like oh my god this bring like the nostalgia overload just playing through that game i was like there is no way i could continue playing this game and keep a job you know <laughs> like, yeah, well,
1: the only problem with those games so i was really into diablo 2 the only problem with those games is there's not much of a way to relive them unless you were there when it happened. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. If that makes any sense. No, it definitely um, does. You know, that's where the, the the gap to me, like in if you rank video games of all time in like Mario 3 and a World of Warcraft is, dude, when we're in our 50s. We can still bust out some Mario Three. Can you relive World of Warcraft like you played it back in that time? I don't think you can. I think that it's they're time sensitive.
0: Yeah, I guess you know. I guess that is a good point. Speaking of Mario Three, I I just replayed it the other day with my wife sitting next to me, and I was just like, "All right, getting this." She's like, "How do you even know that's there?" I go, "Babe, we had so much time growing up as kids." You know, like, you have nothing to do. You're playing the same levels over and over again. All of a sudden, you find a little block that wasn't supposed to be there, and then you jump up into the clouds, and you're going through, you know, you find whatever. Of course, you're always going to remember that. And she goes, oh, yeah, I guess you did have a lot more time on your hands back when you were a kid. You know, so yeah. now I'm finding all these flutes and traveling to World 8 in, you know, three and minutes. I love
2: how I love how back then, too, you found that stuff organically. Like yeah. Or or friends and neighbors told you, but, like, you didn't just go on the internet and, like, go watch a walkthrough, and it's like, oh, that's where the secret door is, that's where that's how you beat that castle. No, it was all like, man, I can't figure this out. I'm just going to keep playing it, keep playing it, keep playing it, and then you eventually do, and you tell your neighbors, and you go to school the next day, and you're like, dude, I finally beat World 8. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah,
0: just even playing like Mortal Kombat with your friends and just like, oh, I figure out how to do this fatality or this combo or whatever it is, you know, just going through that entire process. That is something I mean, we are getting older, so we're not going to be always being able to play video games all the time and stuff like that. So maybe there's games now that that are like that, but I definitely don't think so. There's not a lot of couch co-op games where I can sit down, even the new Battlefront, sit down with my buddy. Yeah, it's okay. It's fun. But it's not like how it was but back in the day.
2: Yeah, it's nothing like the ones on the PS2.
0: What uh, What do you guys think is like the perfect co couch co-op game?
2: Um,
1: oh wow! I think it needs to be. I like couch co-op games that are a grinder, um, that require a lot of, uh, you know, two player focus and mental stimulation. You know, like it's my favorite couch co-op game right now which is weird to say because i hadn't played it until we started this channel uh like portal 2 yes it's one of my favorite games like to play portal 2 with another person you can play portal by yourself but portal 2 introduced the co-op piece and dude it's the, the, the the Mindfuckery, if you will, in that game, (laughs) and then when you beat the level, feeling like, how didn't I see that twenty minutes ago? Like that is such a simple puzzle,
2: and it's it's also one of those games where you have to be careful on who you play it with. Yeah, because I played it with a few people, and I've gotten pissed and frustrated, and I like had to quit. I was like, dude, I can't. We're not working together. (laughs) Yeah, you have to work together in those games. Yeah, I just like puzzles, so I think that's why I love Portal 2, But it's so hard. And like you literally have to communicate and it's like, dude, let's try this. Might not work, but you go over there, you go over here. Yeah. Oh man, those games are fun.
0: It's the uh it's that co-op that a lot of people don't get, right? Like I have a buddy, we were playing uh Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance three. That's the one nice. I, uh, where I want your guys' a review. I was like, Yeah, let's do it. Let's buy it. Oh, awesome. Sweet. You know, and uh we bought it and we were playing, and then he was just like going doing his own thing, and that's what you know, he'd always Growing up playing Ultimate Alliance Two, he would get Magneto and he would just get up and start flying across the map and just like leaving me behind. I'm like, dude, you can't do that. I can't see where I'm going on the screen, you know. So it's it's definitely like that. Where co-op games, when you're sitting down next to someone, you have to understand that you're playing with that person and you guys are in this goal together to beat that boss or beat that level. And you're right. Like if you're playing, you're trying to beat a boss, like when that Venom Electro boss. Yeah. You have to both be on the same page, or else one person's going to get wiped out and the other person's, you know, it's going to be fighting by themselves. It's like,
2: yeah. Well, what's crazy about those games is not only do you have to work together, but you have to stay together too because you're sharing the same screen. (laughs) Right. You know, so it makes it, you have to, it's like some co op games, you know, you have split screen and it's all right if you do your own thing for the most part. But when you're sharing a screen, it makes it a lot harder, especially if you're doing a four person co op. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I remember. Like, uh, I guess, yeah,
0: the other multi, the X Men Legends. You know, where we yeah. had four players playing against each other, that or playing with each other. That is, yeah. When you get more and more people on the screen, it just gets more and more hectic. And that's just, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it's just like,
1: yeah, both those games. Uh, we have both those on the uh, GameCube, and they're they're fun, man. They're those so are fun much games, fun. Yeah. and uh, it's like you look at them now, and it's like, were they that good? I don't know, but I'm an X-Men fan, and mm-hmm. so I made them good. Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, like, same. I it's, accepted it's them. who the
2: characters are in the yeah. game. That's why.
0: Right. How was, uh, how was Borderlands 3?
2: Did I really liked it. So I'm a huge fan of Borderlands 2. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite co-op games. It's, like, up there with Portal. I mean, obviously, it's a different style of game, and, like, Borderlands 2, you got to work together. But Borderlands 3 is sweet. It definitely had some kinks in it initially when it first came out. You know, like loading screens and stuff like that. But it's a sweet co-op game. Nice. It's it's a game I went
1: into for the majority of the part blind. So I played Portal 2 on a couple live streams with him. And that was like my first introductory. And then that new game came out. And I had fun with it. Um, It was cool to play a game that you're blind with. And have to tag along with someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah, like that's and fun. who knows the characters. Yeah, like, dude, hey, go get that. Go get, do, go do that. that. That's fun. I love that. Because um, there's a lot of times I'm trying to drag people into games, you know, that I like. And so that was a really fun aspect. What uh,
0: what games are you in, into? Aside from like the n- newer ones.
1: Um, you know, the game that I think if anybody's a couch co-op fan, that I think everybody should play though. I think a lot of people missed out on is uh next Makina on the PS. Well, it's probably on other consoles, but we have it on the PS4. It's a twin stick shooter. And if you are into couch co-op gaming next Makina is literally the epitome of, of that. Um, If you're, if you've ever played like super smash TV or smash TV, Mm -hmm. um it's, like that blended with Contra there's like some sort of a puzzle game element it's frantic the soundtrack is unbelievable
2: it, it um, in some parts it kind of reminds me of like a shmup okay like a bullet hell
1: yeah yeah dude it it's just a and game. Then it's visually beautiful the only problem i have so like i you know if you're not a collector i this is going to be really bad for our channel to say <laughs> if you're not a collector i would probably grab it digitally because physically Although if you're a collector, you gotta have it on physical, which we do. Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of one of those games that's hovered right around that $50 to $70 price point. You're not gonna get it any cheaper than that. Right. But I really think it's a must-own couch co-op game. I love
2: that game we beat it on a live stream how long did we go three four hours it was probably probably one of our longest live streams because we were like dude we we gotta beat it dude we went through
1: 100 (laughs) continues and on our our next round of lives we finally beat the game yeah that's it's (gasps) it's it's insane hard hard, but like it was like it was one of those games when we finally beat it we're like oh my god yeah like that just happened you know it's it's so good i've never even heard of that so i'm gonna have to look that up
0: because that sounds oh, pretty it, intense.
2: It's, it's, you will fall in love. It's it's incredible. It's
1: like the perfect game for the retro modern gamer. It really is. It, it blends them so perfectly.
0: Well, I want to get uh, into Cuphead because I love the visual style oh. of Cuphead, and I love yes. like how difficult it is. But I need a good second partner. <laughs> you know, like, I need a good person to play with me, or else it's probably never going to happen. You know,
1: we've <laughs> we've played that game co op a little bit. <laughs> on platformers it's a weird thing unless it's a run and gun platformer we like playing them single player but together and we trade off on levels and because, the, those yeah. games will burn you out really fast
2: cuz they're so hard there's a couple there's a couple games that we love playing single player but together like it's a really weird thing where we just take turns and grind through it yeah that's um, i mean that's what i did with uh the original
0: mario brothers you know like we wouldn't yep. play oh,
2: yeah. luigi
0: and mario i would uh, take forever you know so i would just hey yeah. say, hey, yep. hey here, my level, here's your level, here's my level, here's your level, and continue going on that way. <laughs> but um, another good one that I like to play, uh, beat-em-ups. I don't know if you guys are into beat-em-ups at all. Oh, yeah. For sure. But uh, Turtles in Time is like my oh. favorite beat-em-up. It's so good. I yeah. love that one. I think
1: that. it's one of our favorite couch cop games ever, man.
0: Yeah, that one's good. And then the Simpsons uh, beat-em-up game yes. like, <laughs> yes. for arcade. That one, I remember when I was a kid and I was, went to like a local amusement park and I would never go on the rides. I would just go straight to the arcade and, <laughs> yes. and play the Simpsons beat up
2: game. I love, I love the Simpsons. And then I also love the X-Men arcade cabinet. Cause I think there's certain cabinets that are six player.
0: So yeah. that's
2: pretty freaking sweet.
0: <laughs> that is awesome. What do you guys have planned on the channel anytime soon?
1: Uh, we have uh so we're coming up on the end of 2019, which, which is, is crazy. Been, this uh, year's flown by. It's been the craziest year of my life, um, which is crazy to say that. Um, so we're going to be recapping the year, basically. Um, we've got, uh, another, um, and I don't know when this podcast is going to come out, but we've got another, um, top five Christmas movies coming out. We're going to recap the year, um, from a channel standpoint, you know, and then we're going to recap the decade, like the top 10 games in the decade, um, in the next year. Um. I don't know. We got to continue a lot of the mini series we've started and then um yeah, whatever else suits
2: our fancy. Well, um one this... thing that I'm oh, looking forward, forward ahead, to I'm sorry. is uh uh coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're doing this Bourbon County week on the channel. Nice. So we're going to have like three or four episodes in a week where we're just going to drink different bourbon counties by Goose Island. Yeah. And it's it's going to be I'm I'm looking forward to that cuz bourbon county is so good. Dude, I'm a Huge bourbon guy, even these like beers
0: that are aged in bourbon barrels, I love them.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah,
1: they're so yeah. Weird. My side hustle right here in this episode's a little Woodford Reserve. So oh, there we go. <laughs>
0: see, that's not too bad. Yeah. I'm keeping a uh, a list of all these bourbons that I've drank throughout the year, and I send them to my buddies, and I keep them on like a zero to ten scale.
2: And, oh, nice. Uh, you let, rank them.
0: Let me see if I can find um, Woodford Reserve. That's right above. Ten cup, and right ooh. below Elijah Craig. So it's, ooh, I got it's, a
1: fresh bottle of Elijah out on the counter. So so it's pretty high up there.
0: It's like yeah. maybe like so my scale is a little weird, right? So five is average, right? Like five is not okay. like a a bad rating or anything. So I would definitely put that at like a six somewhere right there.
1: Yep,
0: and like somewhere like in an eight, like an old forester, or blade and bow, something like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I think that's fair. I like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like to do that because some people like to go overboard and say, oh, this, oh, she's a 10 or whatever. I'm like, dude, calm down. (laughs) Like, there's no way she's a 10. 10 is like fucking drop dead gorgeous. You're never going to find a 10 in your life. So, yeah, yeah, 10s don't exist. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. That is beautiful to my ears. That's every time I tell somebody (laughs) that, they just don't understand the concept of that.
2: I get exactly
0: what you're saying. But yeah, I'm a huge bourbon guy. I love it. Love my scale. Um, hey
1: uh i noticed your uh brew it's getting a little low
0: oh shit i will only chug this one real but, quick then
1: but i think we need to uh maybe review this one and then you review the double trouble because we can't get it in our area
0: okay let me
1: yeah I'd, and we still have some more gaming shit to talk about so i think that's gonna be great
0: let's see here let's finish this off
1: <laughs> <sighs> so just so you know We'll set the set the table here. Founders is one of our favorite breweries.
0: Okay. So what do you think? (laughs) No pressure.
1: The the Backwoods Bastard. We have an episode out with the review and we'll we'll talk a little bit about it, but what do you think of it?
0: You know, it's got a nice taste throughout the entire drink. It's not like too bitter, too hoppy. It's got a nice little caramel what I'm tasting. For sure. Um, you know what? I'd say it's not the typical beer I would drink. It's a little heavy, but I'd have to give this a solid, solid seven out of ten.
1: That's that's a pretty good score. It's it's really good in its style, which is more of the Scottish ale style, high mid to top shelf in that style
0: mm-hmm.
1: of Scottish ales. We're not the biggest fan of Scottish yes. ales, okay? So. You know, putting that into perspective, I think it's a great representation, a top-notch representation maybe of that style of brew. Um, and it's one of, you know, that, I think the ultimate thing when you're like, you know, casual beer consumers like ourselves,
2: would you buy it again? And I would say yes. It's definitely, for me, it's definitely a beer you enjoy over a long period of time. It's definitely a treat beer. And it's definitely like a, like a dessert beer. Like, you know, like it just, yeah. I was gonna I'm was i just going to, I'm just going to end the night with a backwood with bastard, you know, I'm just, and I'm not going to have more than one cause I, it's just so rich and just so full bodied and so full of flavor that I don't know if I could have another one or enjoy another one right after each other. Right. So it's one of those, you buy a four pack and that four pack lasts you a month. You know, right? Yeah, at this, least in my book,
0: this is definitely a beer that you would have to enjoy right at the end of the day. Maybe instead of dessert, you have a nice yeah. backwards bastard. But yeah, you cannot have this just like two or three of them sitting at the bar. No, that's absolutely, not. No,
2: that'd be <laughs> not. if you could do that. I'm uh bow down to you. That's nuts.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: so here I'm gonna open up a double trouble here.
1: So what? It's an imperial IPA. In, oh, I'm jealous. So what's the
0: difference between an imperial IPA and an IPA?
2: I think you're going to get smacked in the forehead with some hops, <laughs> dude. Or it might be—I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm really curious to hear what your what it what it tastes like. The color
1: of it has me like popping a tent, pitching a tent right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that smells good. Nice and hoppy.
0: Okay, that's something that uh, I drink more often.
1: Oh really? Yeah. yeah,
0: that's good. That's really good.
1: And it like makes me frustrated because I know because I, I, I have to taste it. it. I want to taste it it's
2: so bad.
1: So you I guys, love IPAs. You guys are from Iowa? Yes. yes, we're in Des Moines, Iowa. So just drive over a little bit.
0: You just gotta drive <laughs> east a
1: little bit, and then you we get into Illinois. Hey, uh, are you? Uh, so are you gonna go up to Midwest Gaming Classic here coming up in whatever April? April.
0: You know I haven't gone to any sort of cons.
1: At all? What? Oh, yeah. you should. I think. Think you might want to, man. Maybe um, if I you don't do the game cover gaming. I know you're doing a bunch of retro stuff, but gaming, you could plug yourself into uh, some cool peeps at that convention.
0: I <laughs> might have to look that up. What is it called Midwest? What
2: Midwest game, Gaming Classics? Yep.
0: Midwest Gaming classic. classic. Let's see.
2: I think it's like April third in Milwaukee. Dude, I'm always down to going to Milwaukee. It's a sweet town. Yeah, and there's a good the beer Milwaukee.
0: scene there. You know, I went to Milwaukee, went to a uh, basketball game up there because their star player is Greek and I'm Greek. So I was just like, oh,
2: let's go over there
0: and see. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was insane. We went to the game. We had like courtside seats just because they were like really cheap. And uh, yeah, it was uh, a fun time. They have a really nice downtown. Too bad it was like negative 15 when we went. Oh, and I yeah. was just like, oh, God. Yeah, it's in April. And I was like, oh, God, this is way too cold to be hanging out, getting drunk, and stumbling home. <laughs> so you guys have been a channel for, what, a year now? A year and a half? A year and a half. year and
2: a year and year half, and a half yeah. I would
0: say, yeah. So how, how do you think it's gone since
1: you've opened the channel? Oh, insane. Yeah, it depends on how. I mean, I don't know. I think a lot of people think there's instant fame on YouTube. And there's some people who can do it. But uh, we've grown to a size that's way bigger than we ever
2: aspired to be. Yes. And um, it's I still don't believe the growth that we've gotten in this amount of time. It's it doesn't make sense.
1: Yeah, we'll probably hit, I don't know, roughly 2000 subs by the year, end of the year.
2: We'll be we'll be damn close, yeah.
1: And uh, for us, I mean, our goal for this year, we, like, have a, a map of our goals and what we want to do. And a 1,000 subs was our goal
2: for this year. So, so we've almost doubled our goal, which is <laughs> surreal. It's surreal.
1: But it's weird because, like, for us, we're very uh, personable people. Mm-hmm. And, like, this time with you, the time we have spent with Megadan29, Captain Algebra, Telesplash Gaming nerd lair do you nerd do you nerd these channels and these people like dude for us we would trade that in for a hundred thousand subs I don't care about that like the individual connection is why we do our channel the sharing a beer with people that we enjoy their company of like good that, conversation that's here. what we're that's what we're here for that's and that's so we've accomplished it to wrap it up tenfold what we ever set out to do
0: that's awesome guys you I mean that's that's exactly what you know we are aspiring to be it's like this is a hobby and if people want to follow us and subscribe to us and listen to us and watch us then that's even better right i mean yeah. i to get out there and connect with people all i want to do is make one person laugh you know one person think about something a little bit different one person getting involved with something else you know like just in affecting that, if that's great. That's all we're here to do. It's all we want to do. Share a beer across states. Yeah. You know, See, like that's that's,
2: that's it. It's yeah, awesome. It's amazing. That's why I love gaming conventions. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously you go and you make connections and you plug your channel, blah, 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 blah. But we've we've got we've been able to meet all these other YouTubers in person, sit down at the bar, have a few drinks with them, cameras off. And just laugh and d- talk about life. And it's just like we could have never done this had we not met you through the internet or th- you know, and it's 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 awesome.
0: Right. And that that is true. Any good stories? Any good stories while you've been out to one of these cons or anything like that? And oh,
1: oh man. um I mean, probably the most surreal thing that I can think of is uh when we were at Portland Retro Gaming Expo, we crossed paths with the Metal Jesus crew and It was surreal because like, you know, at least for the retro gaming community, most everybody knows who Metal Jesus is. And he is the most regular dude you've ever met. So the dude wears shorts and like a hooded sweatshirt and a band tee everywhere he goes. You can tell when he walks in somewhere and people recognize him. Dude, he's super uncomfortable. Yeah. And we we enjoyed um, some, uh, I want to say, was it founders, uh, breakfast Porter? I think it was. No, it was, was left like, hand. It was a left hand Porter or stout milk stout. We had a couple pictures with him and just kind of talk to
2: him. It was, it and was surreal. Cause we were just at the, at, at that moment in time, we weren't fans. We were just people hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was so cool. And it's like, you meet the Michael Jordan, you know, like people <laughs> say, never meet your heroes.
1: Right. Yeah. So, but we met the Michael Jordan in what we want to do, and it's like, dude, he is every bit the same. Like, yeah, he's exactly. He, he literally the same. doesn't give a shit. Like <laughs> he's just having a good time, and it was it was one of those moments that like, like gave us faith again, I guess, in everything. Like we just were like, man, this is awesome, and uh, yeah, I think uh, basically every time we've met someone that we've met on the internet has
2: been awesome. It's always better than I expect it to be, which is surreal. That's awesome. That's why – another reason I love this community is like the people are real, you know? Well, because I think that the, what you get is you get this churn
1: where people reach out to people or they comment on people's videos, most of them, not all of them. Some people have their own agenda, but most of them do it because they actually enjoy what they're watching or can, or or whatever. Yeah. So then they reach out and they're like, "Hey, let's let's talk." And then you talk, and it's like, "Holy shit, we're like the same person," yeah. you know. And we're in this own weird space of retro gaming, and it's it's so cool. The conduit that has happened with, since we started the channel—that's
0: awesome, man. That's that's the only thing you ask for, right? I mean, you put up yeah. content that you want to see, and if people like it, they'll follow you. You know, they'll subscribe to you, and that's awesome mm-hmm. that you guys are doing doing you and like. Making it your own.
2: I love it. And just having fun. And just having you
0: know? fun, drinking beer, drinking scotch, and sitting here <laughs> yeah. on a podcast with some random guy in yeah. Indiana.
2: Like <laughs> That's awesome.
1: I love it. I love it. It's so awesome. we're trying to drag to Midwest Gaming Classic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there we go. We're hitting up Milwaukee 2020.
2: Yes, we are. <laughs> so in for, April. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly.
0: In April. So for the people that want to follow you, go ahead. Let them know exactly what you want to do, where you're at.
1: Gaming off the grid on YouTube, and then I'm, like, off the grid after that
2: point. Okay, so, so they, social media. then we're on social media. We have Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, We're pretty active on all of them. I mean, YouTube's our primary. That's where we post the videos, obviously, but we post on social media probably daily about videos, beers random stuff we're doing, blah, 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 blah. But it's pretty simple. It's just our name yeah. everywhere.
1: And then I, I will also say, um, I don't know the, how you you can't click on this, but if you're passionate about retro stuff, um, if you can try finding a way to tie it into a charity or something in your community, um, we launched a retro to recovery initiative in your brother uh, yep. Armstrong's name. Um, play retro games with kids, bring some root beer along, and they're going to love it. So I, I it's think a good that's way, it's a good way to give back. Yeah. Yeah. Give back to the community you're in um, and just embrace positive. Hashtag promote positivity. Yeah. You know,
2: nice. positive retro gaming.
1: It's, it's, it's so much fun, man. It's, it's a blast no, and it literally has changed two random dudes lives in Des Moines, Iowa. So, yeah, you know, it's awesome. I did see you guys on
0: Instagram and you guys donated, what was it? $600 to it. So, yeah. We game. were
2: able to raise $600, which is nuts. Cause we're, In the grand scheme of things, we're super small, and the community came together, and yeah, it's yeah, it's it's surreal.
0: That has to be probably one of the best feelings like you could possibly do. You know, you're you're raising money for someone in need, especially a a child. Like that's yeah, got to feel really good, man.
1: I I applaud you guys. That's awesome. And and like the events that we hold there too, it's like you get you know. And it's not like we're changing the world. We get literally 10 to 20 kids. And they're going through this struggle with cancer. But, man, when they get a slice of pizza in their hand and they can wipe that grease on a Super Nintendo controller (laughs) and, like, beat Final
2: Fight 1. Yeah, we've beaten so many games with – like, there there was one night where we were playing Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Yeah. And we, we beat the game and that was the first time I'd ever beat Walker. And then I beat it with this kid and it was awesome. We're talking with these
1: kids that are like, they're, they're fighting the battle of their lives. And we're literally talking with these kids about, you know, Michael Jackson's, you can imagine the jokes we were making with these kids about Michael Jackson. And they were laughing. They were all there. They were dialed in. We were laughing. We crushed like four boxes of pizzas, two cases of root beer. And it was like, it was one of those moments like, dude. No matter where our channel goes, this night, it made a difference, yeah, and it it created a a memory, a memory, and a diversion for people who really needed it, you know, so that that's probably our biggest win so far,
0: yeah, I mean that right there, like those kids are never gonna forget that, you know, like those yeah. kids are going I'll to, never forget those kids are gonna grow up, they're gonna beat cancer, right, and they're gonna yeah. live their life, and every day they're gonna think about that man. Remember when those guys came up here and we played that video <laughs> game? And we beat Michael Jackson, you know, like and we beat Food locker, Yeah, yeah which we is beat a funny walk- game. <laughs> You know, and they're gonna always be thinking about that. That's that's awesome, guys. I I can't applaud you more than than that. You know, like that that's something that a lot of people don't even do and don't even think about doing. But those kids will never that, never forget. I mean, that's that.
2: we we started it, you know, to give back, but then we're also trying to. Make it bigger and like be like, hey, you can do this in your community. It's not that hard. You just got to message, be like, hey, can I come and play video games? I'll bring pizza and and like it's. We're just trying to raise awareness and get more people to go out and do it and give back, you know. Yeah, that is. Cheers to you guys.
0: I, I that's really awesome message, man. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. That has been Power Gauntlet with Gaming Off
1: the Grid. Hey, hang on a second. We can't get out of here yet without you talking about this Double Trouble. Ooh, okay. Let me talk about this Double Trouble.
0: The Double Trouble is something
1: (laughs) more than,
0: uh, more my style. Heavy on the hops. Very good. Very crisp. I'm liking it. You guys need to pick it up. You guys need to find it
1: somewhere, drive to Illinois,
0: make the trip, because this is very good. (laughs) I'm going to give
1: this probably an 8 out of 10. We might, uh, have you ever heard of something called Venmo? We might have to uh, create an illegal <laughs> mailing situation here.
0: You know, I could do that. I guess I know
1: we That's like we do off the air. That's an off the air. <laughs> yeah. so we'll talk about this uh, after the fact. <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. We could do that. Um, like I said, I've been with Gaming Off the Grid. We've had a fun time. I'll catch you guys later.